listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Jason Cook, and today we have Tamika Spalding joining us from Northwest Tasmania. Welcome, Tamika. Good morning, Jason. How are you this morning? It's, I'm good. I'm really excited about today's program because I haven't uh, haven't been around on on a Wednesday before, so yeah. this is good. We normally used to do a Friday program, and. Uh, been quite a while since we've done a Friday program, a live one, should I say. So today is live. It's the 25th of October. So if you're listening and you're hearing this, this is a live program. We do live programs on Wednesdays and Thursdays only at the moment. So it's great to have you joining us. And uh, Tamika, did you catch up uh, or did you attend the Sue Rad events over the weekend, Eating to Prevent and Treat Diabetes? I did, yes, on Monday night. Went out. That was actually my date night with my husband. He said, "I'm taking you out on a date," and we turned up <laughs> at the Sue Rad, <laughs> yeah, seminar, which was awesome. Um, Sue Rad is a advanced, accredited practicing dietitian, and she's put out a book um, that's called uh, "Food as Medicine." So she talks about um, in that book and also day to day in her workshops that that we use food as our medicine mm. and um and that book actually so yeah go on we can certainly uh, minimize uh, problems if we eat well that that's all right yeah. um traditional medicine um, is also very you know valuable to uh you know medicine tablets and those things yes. you need them too at a time so i'm not discrediting that um but her book um, just recently won um, an award, the best health and nutrition cookbook in the world. So that was that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, it is. And she's got another one coming out, which is specifically for uh, diabetes for those who may be susceptible or have hereditary, um, you know, relatives who have had diabetes. Um, so eating to prevent and treat diabetes, that was sort of the theme of this talk. And the book that's coming out early next year is a new recipe cookbook um, based on that idea as well. And it's fascinating to learn that uh, it's not that we can't have some treats every now and then, but it's the way we eat those. And instead of just having them on their own, you know, as a snack or whatever in the middle of the day, you know, in the middle of the afternoon or whatever, if we eat a complete meal with different foods together and vegetables and other things, then... Um, we can still enjoy some nice things, just uh, uh, eat them with other things. So that was interesting for me to learn. So Anyway, today you're going to be talking about handcrafted into beauty. Um, before we get into that program, I'll just remind our listeners, our show number today is 0488 880891. That's our Tassie Encounters show number, 0488 880891. You can text us in, share your thoughts with us, um, perhaps answer a question or two, or ask a question or two if you'd like to. We'd love to hear from you today. So 0488880891. And of course, later in the program, we've got a free book offer coming up as well. Uh, Tamika, so uh, your topic is called Handcrafted into Beauty. I'm, I'm just going to ask you um, what uh, got you interested in this topic or what, what made you develop this topic for us today? Oh, well, 
actually it's probably to do with my my own walk my own personal journey with with jesus uh we all can feel a little um lost sometimes and we go through trials in life and so i got searching for myself first really looking for answers um to be led by by god and then most recently i was asked to run a a workshop and so this was what i was currently studying i was studying um the potter and the clay and and how you know jesus is our master potter Mm. and we are the clay and i just found that really uh, valuable for my own journey and so I created a workshop for other ladies to share and then um, yeah then I was invited today and so I thought I would share it here as well awesome so do you want to give, do you want to give us a bit of an intro as to where you're going to go today yeah so just as I mentioned Jesus is our master potter and you know if we allow him to he will handcraft into beauty us into beauty and and that often starts on the inside and and then, you know, comes out where we, we've actually got surplus um, that we can then share with others of, of that beauty that he creates within us. Mm. And so today, really, I, I want to invite, um, invite us to choose to be held by Jesus and to be moulded into the image of his beauty because it's not about our beauty, it's about about him and he, and him molding us and and he changing us and so we're actually being molded into his beauty his image mm. um, and yeah and my my text that I've chosen today uh, is found in in Isaiah sixty four eight if you'd like to read that Jason it says yet you Lord are our Father we are the clay you are the Potter we are all the work of your hand that's from the New International Version it's uh. A lovely text, isn't it? And there's there's yeah. many references in Scripture. I know you're going to read a few of them today, or we're going to read them together, um, that talk about this idea that we're being moulded by him. That's, yeah, that's right. Well, I thought I'd, I'd start off with a couple of questions, actually. Mm. Um, what does it look like to be handcrafted into beauty? What do you think? Well, I'm... I'm Imagining here, um, where we're talking about the potter, we've got a guy at our church who does some pottery, and he creates some amazing pieces of of pottery. And uh, you know, sometimes we start in a place where we're just a blob. <laughs> you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're nothing special. If you don't want to think more, certainly we think about ourselves that way sometimes, don't we? So, um, so I, I guess it's a process is what I'm saying. It's a process. We we don't necessarily immediately arrive at the end result. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think that's, that is probably the tricky starting point, isn't it? Um, that do we believe that we are beautiful in the hands of the Master Potter? Mm. I think sometimes we're so used to um, maybe, you know, having a poor self-image of ourselves. Um, to the point where we don't see ourselves as as beautiful at all, even in the Master Potter's hands. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's a good starting point. And then um, today, like I'd like us to imagine that we are pots and, um, you know, what what pot, what shape, what form um, is are we? And, uh, you know, maybe what, what's our appearance, what's our colour, um, you know, imagine ourselves as a pot. 
When when I saw your notes on this, I was thinking, okay, what what uh, shape might my uh, what my pot be if if God is making me? And I'm thinking, well, as I'm getting older, I'm getting a little bit rounder through the middle, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm not sure that's what you're referring to here, but. Um, yeah. I no, think. I'm not. <laughs> you don't have to be older to get rounder through the middle either. <laughs> so I'm trying to combat that, but um, yeah, it's it's harder as we get older. Um, so what what do you really mean by this in terms of what shape? It, it just give us a little bit more um, of a of a description as to what you mean by what shape might we be being made into. That's a great question. I am not talking about our physical appearance at all. I'm talking about our character. I'm talking about um, where where we are in terms of of how we we view ourselves, um, or how where we are um, in terms of trials, and where God is shaping us mm. into um, the fruits of the spirit, essentially, mm. um, and how we can live out love and kindness and viewing ourselves with with uh you know a healthy view and being able to set boundaries with others um and so yeah i'm really talking about the development that he does with us holistically but essentially about our character mm. you know there's so much we can learn from scripture about um character development and emotional maturity and you know all those sort of things you know we often come across situations where um you know d- difficult situations that people find themselves in and you know i find the word of god the instruction that we find in the word of god so powerful to help us know how best to handle difficult and challenging situations because our natural reaction is so often not a great one and there's so much wisdom in the scriptures that help us to to deal and grow maturely you know as as christians but as even just as human beings you know to have compassion to grow in compassion to grow Mm. in understanding of people to not jump to conclusions and judge people too quickly all those sort of things i think we can learn from scripture and um i think that's what we're talking a little bit about isn't it that Ultimately, we're being formed into sort of an image of God and, I guess, Christ's character. Is that sort of one of the things that we're looking at today? That's right. Yep, that's right. Awesome. Well, we've got a question for you today as we go to a break. Shortly, our question, you can have have a listen to the song, but think about this question as we go to the break. What shape might the Master Potter be forming you into? We'd love to hear from you today, so do text us in on 0488880891. And, of course, that uh, is not referring to physical shape, although I'm sure God wants us to be physically healthy as well. But, um, yeah, let us know what you think about this question. What shape might the Master Potter be forming you into? Text us in on 0488880891. This first song is called In the Image of God by Sunset Worship. Breathe and life begins in me Perfect and complete Beautiful and holy Good All your work is good And all you are is love I am your beloved With all 
Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and this morning we're talking with Tamika Spalding on the topic of handcrafted into beauty and uh, today it is the 25th of October so if you're listening it's a live program and if it's Wednesday the 25th of October you know it's a live program today so do text us in an answer to our question what shape might the master potter be forming you into 
And uh, we're talking here not so much physical shape, but something else. So about our character, I guess. But text us in. Share your answer. 0488 To make that song uh, in the image of God, um, I think, relates to some of what you're talking about today. Yeah. Well, we were. We were created right from the very beginning with Adam um, created in the image of God. And he did form us originally out of the clay or dust, earth, soil. Um, but he he formed us. It was something that was hands-on. It was intentional. It was created with beauty. Mm. And he, he didn't just form us, but he, he gave life to us. He breathed into Adam and um you know we we have life because of his very breath and i think that that's just an inc- incredible picture to imagine that we're formed and then breathed into um to have life and i think that's a beautiful picture and we do have a verse um in genesis if you could read that out for us jason sure it says uh, this is genesis 2 verse 7 then the lord god formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being yeah, I just uh, I just love that that picture, and also to to allow ourselves to be moulded into beauty. I think there's a few things that need to happen first. Um, one of those things is we need to have a trust in God, and I I think sometimes we can struggle a little bit with that, but um, you know we can do that through having an ongoing prayer life, um, building a personal relationship with Him, where we we really just can just sit sit with Him in His presence. Uh, we can do that in in ways like um, you know spending time reading the Bible, um, sitting under a tree and just having a chat with God. Um, even when we're driving the car, or, you know, just having a, a chat in in our mind with God, um, including Him in our everyday life, and then being able to, in faith, um, seeing evidence in your own personal growth, um, and for Him, you know, answering um, maybe some of the questions that you might have and 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 listening to him, reading the Bible and the promises um, that are found in the Bible, uh, we grow over time um, in, in that faith journey, and we we have evidence. Mm. Um, and so we we need all of that sort of happening, I think, sometimes before we can rest in His hands to be moulded. Um, but um, He He does open our eyes. You know, if we ask. If we just chat and spend time with him, he will open our eyes and become our master potter and reveal himself as being who he really is, which is glorious. Mm. And I, I do have a, a verse that I love that um, is found in Second Corinthians, uh, if you'd like to read that one for us. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Yeah. So it's a process. We're being transformed. Yeah, that's that's right. It is a process. So anyone who you know, I, I can feel sometimes. Oh, where where is where is God? Um, and just turning up, just continuing that chat, just waiting on Him um, and surrendering, laying down some of the the tricky things in life, um, and to Him, giving it to Him, uh, He can. He can restore us and, and help us. And, yeah, so going into our pot story, um, or, you know, further exploring us the, as pots. As, as the uh, <laughs> God as the master potter. 
That's right. Um, I thought I'd take us back to uh, Bible times where the bo- pots were like very common. Everyone had pots. Pots mm. were, um, yeah, everywhere. And they weren't seen as Israel's banks back in the day. Um, you would hide your treasure or your coins um, in pots and then hide the pots and and that's yeah that was the bank um even even the scriptures were found in in uh pottery jars or yeah similar things you know in the uh, caves up in the mountains so they they obviously used them to preserve things yeah and i i kind of like that image as well um because the pots were something common, but they held something very precious inside them. And I think Jesus does the same with us, um, that we can see ourselves as fairly common, nothing too special, um, but he enriches us um, as, as a pot, but he also um, hides treasure in us. And that treasure um, is something that, you know, is precious that we can share, you know, we can share with others um, and and so I just, you know, I love that. And it's not not from us. It's from God. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've got another verse in, in 2 Corinthians that I think kind of explains that a little bit. It says uh, in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7 to 9, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Yeah, yeah. this uh, treasures in jars of clay is, is what God gives us, isn't it? It's that, um, I guess sometimes it's, it could be even that sense of peace of mind that that would be impossible to have unless we had some, um, you know, something given to us from God because... Life can be tough at times, and uh, it's understandable. People naturally react to difficult circumstances. So. Mm. Because we all are wounded, aren't we? We yeah. all have trouble. Mm. Mm. Um, we all have, you know, hot fires, long, slow waits, sudden, sudden emergencies. Um, you know, challenges, griefs. Uh, you know, sometimes we have repeated hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. Mm. Um, but we can have God's peace despite that because um, he can give us uh, a sense of peace even when chaos is around. Hmm. Um, yeah, and he's promised, oh, well, he's promised that. Yeah, you've Would got you a like verse. to read that verse? Yeah. Second Corinthians 4, <laughs> verse 6, it's actually the verse just before it. It says, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Was that the one you were meaning? Yeah, actually, and you can read the next one too, found in John. Yep, I have told you these things so that you in me may have peace. There it is. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as a professional potter, a a potter who does this for a a living, um, we're going to go through the steps of of how he um, forms um, a pot, and then we're going to talk... A little bit about the master potter and us. So, the first thing that a, a professional potter will do with clay to prepare it, uh, which I didn't realise, I didn't know anything about pottery until very recently, um, is he will actually, or she, I'll, I'll use he, but he or she, um, will will actually grab the big slab of clay um, 
which is, you know, all hard and compressed and, um, you know, in its bare form, and they'll just drop it. And, you know, this action loosens the clay so it's ready to be what they call woken up um, so that it's not as stiff to work with. Mm. And I think in our life, is there ever, you know, a time where we just feel like we've been dropped? Yep. You know, something's <laughs> come to us, hit us, uh, it's woken us up, and we just think, what on earth has happened? You know, <laughs> All sorts um, of things happen like that in life. You know, people go through challenging times and they can happen suddenly whether it be the death of a loved one or you know sometimes it might be a separation in a relationship or who knows what yeah yeah yeah. um and then the next step that a potter will take is he'll cut the clay um intentionally um to an appropriate amount that will best serve the pot and i like to think of this um for us uh where the master potter will will cut away something that's good to use um, in moulding us, um, but leave other things. And those things can include, you know, unhealthy habits, temptations, addictions, sometimes toxic friendships or relationships or environments. And sometimes those things, you know, feel like uh, if you've been cut away from them, they can feel uh, terrible because you might, you know, you might think you, you want a certain friendship or relationship or, you know, some of those unhealthy habits that that you have that you think you like. But, um, you know, God knows best and he knows sometimes these things need to be cut away for our best interest. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. And then just moving. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go on. We're going to go to a break, but we're going to move on after the break. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go on to some more steps in, in this process. So. Stay tuned. If you have uh, never um, watched somebody make a pot, these are all the steps that are going into, you know, preparing the clay and making something beautiful out of it. So stay tuned and uh, do text us in your answer to this question. What shape might the master potter be forming you into? 0488-880-891. We've had a message in from Christina, so we'll talk about that after the break as well. And remember our free book offer that's coming up is called When Heaven Pauses. Stay tuned. We'll give you more info in the next section. This is Live and Breathe by More Than Rubies. Wash over me And I feel How thirsty I am The truth runs deep To the heart of me And I see How shallow I've been Who can satisfy This cavern inside me Jesus come and be all I want and all I need Be my portion and my strength forever Jesus come and be all I want and all I need Be the one desiring me forever You everything 
You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and this morning we're speaking with Tamika Spalling and uh, this is on our regular Tassie Encounters program. It's not a series as such, so she's talking about handcrafted into beauty. And Christina did answer our question for today, which was what shape might the Master Potter be forming you into? It's a bit of a difficult question, I think, Tamika. You made it hard for our listeners today, but Christina had a go at answering it, and it's uh, it's a great answer. So um, Christina says, hallelujah for the live programs, and welcome back, Tamika. Thank you, Christina. That's lovely. Uh, she says, it sounds like a great program today. In answer to the question, I feel like I'm the clay being kneaded and stretched and kneaded and stretched and slammed or dropped, as you say. I'm totally in the Master Potter's hands, yet to see what he has planned for me. We've had two deaths in our family in the last eight days, and my mother four months ago. That must be really tough for you, Christina, yeah. and so we are thinking of you. Keep you in prayer, Christina. As well as other serious life issues. So all we can do is trust in God right now. But we know God is good, and I look forward to seeing how God shapes me through all this and strengthens me. And... Uh, I've answered your other question uh, via text message, Christina. So thank you for texting us in. And uh, if anyone else has an answer, what shape might the Master Potter be forming you into? 0488-880-891. Tamika, we're working through these steps that are involved in um, creating a piece of pottery. What was step number three? Well, the bit that Christina just mentioned, actually, the kneading um, part. So we're doing the kneading of the clay. Um, I I didn't realise this either, but clay does have memory. And if platelets are not treated properly um, or not shaped and formed correctly, it'll warp when it's in the kiln. Ah. So um, So the potter will just keep working with it. That's right. Mm. Um, and also getting air bubbles out is really important as well because if the air bubbles are not out, um, then when it goes into the kiln, it'll explode. Mm. So, uh, you know, and this won't only destroy it, um, the pot, but Others when you as well. put something <laughs> in the kiln, you've got lots of things. That's right. So This, uh, this it, seems so relevant <laughs> to people, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, so we have the clay that's you know begins unformed and unshaped. It's messy and fragile, but as it's being kneaded and formed, um, you know it 
the clay that once was firm becomes warm and, and able to be shaped. And I think this is, yeah, like you said, it's, it's a really good um, image for us as well because we can resist change. And, you know, we have memory too. And how often is it that we we come away from a bad habit or a bad situation or something that's not healthy for us and then we either miss it or we, we struggle with it, it not being there. Mm. We, we go back. We try to go back. And if we're not really letting the master pot us, potter change us, we will go back because mm. that's what's comfortable. That's what's, um, you know, even with our own character, if we're so used to seeing ourselves as unworthy, unvaluable, unloved, not good enough, um, we can only stay in a healthy view of ourselves if we stay in the hands of the, the potter or we will go straight back to having all those unhealthy views of ourselves. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, exactly the same. If we don't let the, the potter work with us, then when we get to the kiln part, then... Um, yeah, we can metaphorically explode and that can damage us and it can wound others. Mm. So if we're not feeling good about ourselves, we, we, we spit that out and we can wound others. Not intentionally, it just is, it is what it mm. is. So what's uh, step four? Yeah. Trimming the clay and be- beginning to be shaped. So this is the part where the potter um, hits the clay, rolls, presses, um, and starts to, you know, cope with the imperfections of that piece of clay and he's designing it into a pot. And he's working to a plan that is unique um, and, you know, he's doing it intentionally. Mm. He, he knows what he wants to create. Um, he's got a purpose in mind. And I think I love this uh, about about Jesus, our master potter as well. Um, you know, it can be... You know, that we're at a point where our faith can be put to the test. It's the part where um, we can feel uncomfortable. Uh, We can feel probed or poked or prodded, squeezed, shaped, smoothed um, on the inside and out, where we can feel really raw and exposed. But if we allow the Master Potter to to shape us and um, move over our life, move over us as individuals, um, then we can, you know be formed into that unique design, that purpose that that our Master Potter has in, in mind for us because he is working to a plan um, and we are not made by, by accident. Mm. This is all intentional. Mm. Uh, yeah. Step number five. So we've got a little bit more into the shaping of the pot now. This is where we're really getting more... The, the pot is taking more form. Um, and... You know, a, a potter, a professional potter, will use water to smooth edges and to create um, beauty. Um, it's also, you know, uh, the time where the pot is on the wheel and it's sort of in that process of spinning and shaping. And uh, I really liked the imagery of that because when we go to the master potter working with us, he uses water too and we can think about that as like the holy spirit Mm. moving over our lives and within us and through us and i think that's you know a beautiful image to think of and i also like um his living word Mm. uh which we we can know as uh, rima the utterance of the of god the spoken word of god um into your life 
and we can also spend time in scripture personally reading reading the bible and letting our letting that word soak into us and having our hearts and our minds impacted on what we're reading mm, absolutely um, step number six I think you've got it listed as number seven here but number six yeah so that's the the sort of the final touches of smoothing before you leave it out to dry okay cool so that's uh, um, there's not as much detail in that I guess but uh, it's just the final touches the uh, the the, the final the, smoothings. <laughs> the final smoothings, yeah. It's a very technical term, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're a professional potter out there and, uh, you know, <laughs> you can text us into to, to tell us. Bit, we're making a bit of a hash <laughs> of the terminology here, perhaps. That's, uh, that's and so right. step number eight, which is the final one. Yeah, so the part where, where um, so it's not the final. We've oh, got okay. firing to go after yes, that. but. True. Um, which is like very important, but uh, the next step is leaving the pot out to dry because mm-hmm. the pot has has um, water in it and it needs to to dry. So it's it's left out on a shelf and it stays there for a while, a long time. You know that's that uh, you can feel like in times in life that we're a bit like that, isn't it? That you feel like you're not going anywhere and you're not sure. You know, you're not. You're not happy with the destiny, you know. You know that there's more to come, but you're not moving there at the moment and you feel like you're stagnating a little bit. And I, I've never thought of this until you mentioned that, that sometimes we need to be the pot drying out on the shelf because <laughs> that's, that's right. preparing us for the next stage. Well, you see, if a pot is left out not long enough, water will remain mm. in the pot. And so once it hits the kiln... We're back at the exploding point. Yes. It will explode because it's got liquid in it. So it has to sit out on the shelf long enough for the water to be completely out of it. Mm. Um, And so this is actually essentially the part where the pot is at its most fragile. Right. Because it's where it can, as it's drying, it can crack, Mm -hmm. which will, you know, make things explode (laughs) in the kiln. Um, And... Yeah, I, we might go into that after the break. I've used up my time. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll come back and just finish that off in our next section. So um, we've had Margie text in. She says, hi, guys. It's nice to hear uh, you both on today's program. Uh, I'm the clay that God is kneading into his form, personality and character. My prayer is... I want to be more like Jesus. Well, that's a beautiful Amen, aim, yeah. isn't it? And uh, to be moulded into the character of Jesus is certainly what we want. Our book offer today is called When Heaven Pauses, God is Never Too Busy to Care, to Hear and to Help by Kurt Johnson. When you cry, God stops and listens. What do you do when life tears up the rule book and throws the pieces in your face? In this book, author Kurt Johnson suggests that when you're facing a crisis and you don't think you can go on, heaven stops what it's doing. Sorry, heaven stops what it's doing and takes an immediate interest in your needs. When cancer strikes or a heart attack, heaven pauses. When your spouse decides the marriage is over and walks out the door, heaven pauses. That's what this book is all about. A God who cares and understands, a God who can help you with every issue you're facing at this very moment. So stay tuned for the code right after the break. But right now, this is a song that I wrote with Linda Story. It's called What Can I Do But Praise You, Lord. 
You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're finishing our program today with Tamika Spalding on the topic of handcrafted into beauty. And before the break, we looked at our book offer, When Heaven Pauses. It sounds like a great book to read and certainly if you've had some difficult circumstances in your life, um, this is what uh, God can use. And, you know, even though it's a difficult experience, he can use that to help mould us into um, what he wants for us. So our book uh, code today is called Image Number One, I-M-A-G-E, Number One, no spaces. Text that into 488 to claim your free book offer. Um, Tamika, I wrote that song um, after I had actually been... Um, all clear of cancer so uh, as our long-term listeners might know i've been through stage four cancer a few years ago and um, this song uh, talks about how you know god goes through us through with us that, that valley of the shadow of death and sometimes life can be tough but we know that god's with us and we need to keep praising him and thanking him that even through those processes he's molding us and shaping us yeah so um, we're up to step number eight, and I think you had a little bit more to say there before we moved on. Yeah, so um, while we're waiting for, well, while the, the potter is waiting for the the pot to dry, um, which can take a while, sometimes that pot will crack. And so we, we I was just mentioning that if the pot is cracked and goes into the kiln, it will explode. And so what the potter actually does is he breaks that pot apart again and he soaks it in water and then he kneads it um, to get all that excess water out and then he reshapes it, starting all over again, that process, and then, um, yeah, shapes it into a pot and then puts it out to dry for a second time. And I, I really like, liked hearing that part of the story because I think um, when we think about it in terms of ourselves and the Master Potter, sometimes when we're in that waiting stage, we feel very vulnerable. We feel like we've been left alone, that we're helpless, that, um, you know, that no one cares about us. Um, that waiting time can be really difficult and we can be very fragile. But the Master Potter has not left us. He has um, put us in a position where we can take time to rest in his presence and just wait it out while we're um, going through that drying phase and how important it is. But also, sometimes we're ready to be put into the kiln. Other times, we crack. We're still wounded, deeply wounded, and Jesus still wants to work with us. And Sometimes we can feel like we're being persecuted or that God doesn't care about us when really he's still working with us intentionally and um, sometimes being broken all over again um, and starting again, letting the master potter start with us all over again in that process Mm. can be better than for him to go, I think you're okay, let's stick you in the kiln and you explode. Mm. <laughs> so, um, you know, allow the soaking process a second time. And I like to think of that, um, you know, as the water is being soaked back in to start again. 
the imagery of the Holy Spirit just washing over us into our life and just soaking up all of the Holy Spirit so that we can be formed that second time and come out stronger in that drying process. And so that, that next process, the firing process, is where it all leads up to. Um, so a, a potter will, um, will do a bisque firing, and so he sets the... Um, the kiln to a thousand degrees Celsius, which is raised slowly over 12 hours. Um, and this temperature and timing allows uh, the pot to remain porous so that when um, the glaze is applied afterwards, the, the water and the elements um, can, you know, to, can soak into the pot. Yeah, attached to it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that you know, takes the pot about 12 hours to cool down after it's been in the kiln. Um, and the pot, the potter will not uh, take it out of the kiln until it's about 50 degrees. So it sits in the kiln for a little bit too, mm. in you know, under the heat. Mm. Um, and then we've got the second firing. Now, this second firing is set to 1,280 degrees Celsius, which is white hot. Is and this where they put on the glaze and things like that? Yes. So it's, um, it happens for uh, 10 hours. All the moisture is completely removed um, and the pot can take that heat. Mm. And the pot uh, can take longer to cool down because it was at a higher temperature and the glaze firings um, vitrifies, so, which is a new little term mm-hmm. um, that I had to learn how to say. Becomes glass-like. It- is that what it, it means? Becomes, <laughs> yeah, it becomes glass-like and it allows, um, yeah, that glaze to, to really combine with the, the clay so it becomes one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so that the pot's appearance and structure becomes permanent in that firing. Mm. And the potter has taken this whole process step by step, as we've discussed, um, in a particular order so that at the end, when he finishes with that pot, it'll look its best, it'll be its strongest, and, um, you know, it'll have purpose because it's created in the right shape that he had in mind, Mm. and it will have longevity, Mm. which is what you want for a pot, isn't Mm. it? Absolutely. And and also with the glazing and everything, it has uh, a lot of beauty as well, and, and uniqueness. It's very difficult to make yeah. two pots look exactly the same. <laughs> That's right. And I like too, well, after you've had the second firing, um, you can add, uh, you know, silver and gold decals and you can add all sorts of things to that pot and that pot can go into have third firings and fourth firings okay. and ongoing firings. Mm. Um, so when we talk about the master potter and us, you know, we can feel like we are put under pressure and heat don't we you know Mm. can't we yeah absolutely and it may feel like a long season especially when it ramps up from being cool and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter and then you know it's got to that peak of heat and then you're still waiting as that temperature cools down but you're still in that long season Mm. um you know which can feel uh feel pretty bad like today in our program I've kind of skimmed over this and it can sort of sound superficial sometimes that we have problems and we can just trust God and everything's going to be okay. But what I want to stress is our problems are meaningful to God. He does really care. Mm. And we do go through horrific trauma at times. People 
people do go through horrific things. And, you know, this isn't a superficial to God. He really does want to get in and work with us and, uh, you know, create, create, create beauty in us. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's uh, a fascinating study when we look at the um, the model, and that's presented in Scripture many times, that we are the clay, he is the potter, and um, he's shaping us into something beautiful. So I think it's a great topic. I'd love to hear a, a longer talk on this, you know, where we can go into a bit more detail and share personal experiences and other things as well. So maybe in the future we can do that. But, yeah, we might um, come back. It's a great topic, and thank you for those who interacted with us today. Um, now, tomorrow we've got David Maxwell joining us again, and I don't have his title, but he's been going through the significant sevens of Revelation. So do join us tomorrow, and if you haven't claimed a book offer, image number one zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one when heaven pauses. Um, I think that's all we've got for today. Tamika, thank you for joining us again. Hopefully we may do another program before the end of the year. If not, uh, maybe next year. So uh, may God be with you today and may you encounter Jesus more. This is um, Sydney Woolverton with your heart. Sometimes I wonder why I don't find what I look for Searching places that I know I've been before My friends all tell me, Sid, what you look for is already yours The treasure that you seek is waiting right outside your door Jesus, open my door